welcome everyone to another episode of Weekly Game Chat. I am your host, Chris. As always, joined by my co-host, Sean. Solid, right? Just, just solid. Solid. <laughs> and sometimes co-host, John. Hi, I have a PC and I'm better than you. We are. We are better. <laughs> we are so much better than... We're better than else. Sean. Because he doesn't have a PC. <laughs> I don't like when folks lie. <laughs> <laughs> just, just for no, no. Well, you don't. You, you have something in there. I would like to benchmark, but you used to think it was ten years old as opposed to. It's not really ten years it's old. Not 10 I, years I got old. confused on because I. You should I, look up your graphics card first, then we'll go from well, there. I've, I've bought a new one since then. Yeah, you have. Yeah. What we need to do. This is what we need to do. Um, <sighs> is benchmark and compare the two, and also our PCs. What's a benchmark? Just kidding. Hey, guess what, Sean? What? Oh, this you, is episode, you gotta do the thing. Yeah, yeah. This is episode two hundred and forty two weekly just, game show. Interrupt the flow. That's a that's a palindrome. He really should come out the gate and say that first. I probably should, but you know, we get there. That's what matters. Yeah. Uh and <laughs> we're gonna banter. But if you don't want to hear the banner, you just wanna get to the slug fest that is the topic this week. Uh Darksiders Kentucky. <laughs> oh man, we should do Kentucky Road Zero. That'd be fun. What just happened? Uh, anyways, but um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, oh. then you can look down the show notes, and there's a little thing that says topic time, John. Time, time, And time. that tells you when the topic starts. So if you don't want to hear some banter, <laughs> that's when you go to for the next segment. You want some more Starburst? <laughs> Maybe. It's so juicy. It, it, mm. So so before the show, I, I brought in a pack of Starburst. And uh, I explained to the boys... In case you've forgotten, juicy starbursts are f- chalk full of juice. So juicy. That's called sugar, Sean. And so uh, Chris <laughs> takes one. Oh, that juice. Like a gentleman, he doesn't initially take my uh, pink strawberry starburst because yeah. you know they're 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 few in the pack, just a little bit. Uh, so he takes the cherry, and I go, I kind of like the cherry. I like cherry too. And then John, who before this, he tried to tell us he was not a fan of starburst. I never once said that. Uh, which was a total lie. We've got him on record. He now has had one of the Starbursts. It was an orange one. Give me the fruit punch. <laughs> and he and he doesn't know how to handle himself now. It's fantastic. <sighs> Seriously, what's a candy that to this day is still your favorite from probably from the earliest times you could remember? Like that you basically always liked this thing. Peanut animal. M&M's. Peanut M and M's. I knew I was gonna mess that up. Yeah, peanut M and M's. Peanut M and M's. Solid. Like I, I can do the regular ones, but there's just something. It, it's just a better. It's a sweet and salty. Yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> it's basically just having goobers. You know. Yeah, in your mouth, right? <laughs> I used to like goobers. Remember goobers? Yeah, they're still. You can still get those at our movie theater. Yeah, I think it's the, like. The, the one thing. exclusive, like, hey, we got the rights. <laughs> we got goobers on lock, bro. What's, what's the what's the candy that you absolutely hate that everybody else seems to love? Mm, that's a good question. Mm, I don't, dude. I like almost all candies. Oh, those uh, those cowtail candies. These are the things that have like a. They're almost caramelly, wrapped around like a cream. <laughs> oh, so I know what you're talking about. They they look like like caramel, the car- color of oh, caramel. Oh, yeah, those things are garbage, and they what? have different flavors. Oh, they're terrible. Yeah. And I know a lot of people, they're like, what do you mean you don't like them? Those are disgusting. Ugh. Yeah. I'm it's not worth it for the cream. Candy corn. <laughs> 
Candy corn's also candy a piece of garbage. terrible. <clears throat> I don't know why I like candy corn. You do, though? I do. I don't know why. Louis Black had a, has a bit on That's candy corn. That's a comedian, corn. Chris. I, yeah. <laughs> Daily yeah. show. Yeah, he says, uh, he says all the candy corn that was ever made was made in 1913. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's fair. They've never made a single bit. But um, uh, Twizzlers, I don't like Twizzlers. I like. I don't like Tootsie Rolls very much. I, I don't like Raisinets. Oh, you idiot! What's wrong with? I don't <laughs> like. Are amazing. They are amazing. They're just fantastic. I'm not a huge fan of Three Musketeers. Yeah, I don't like that either. Yeah, you know. Yeah. You know, there's nothing. Might, there's nothing going on. That might be mm. the candy bar that I'm like. Because yeah. they're just like all we did was take this chocolate and then put air and whip it. Yeah, you know, I'm that's, a Snickers that's guy all day long. I love Snickers. Snickers is good. Snickers really is. satisfies. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Put it in your mouth. <laughs> well, enough. Uh, that was fun. Yeah, it was good yeah. times. Was good times. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Mm. So we thought football was done. And then lo and but behold, then, Vince McMahon came through for us this weekend. <laughs> I uh, I watched three games. I have to say, I like the extra point system. I do too. Yeah, that's awesome. Do we really want to go down this road with Mr. Touchdown over here? Yeah. <laughs> with Touchdown Baron? <laughs> or was it goal? Should we go Touchdown Baron or Goal Line Baron? Can't wait to see the line. letters this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, they uh, a lot of people really enjoyed you know, your take on the whole thing. I'm sure they did. <laughs> but yeah. It actually is a pretty I, uh, decent product. Just, I just wanted to say I'm resigning from my post today at the, uh, here at Weekly Games Chat. I'm, I'm conflicted too because, you know, DC has a team. You got to like them. I do, but Cardell Jones is the quarterback. <laughs> Why do you have to like him? Because he's from DC. No, he's not. Yes, he is. I've always rooted for him. Yeah. Aim DC team. Pretty much, except for the Nationals. He likes Baltimore? Yes, Baltimore Orioles, and then the rest the of skins. it is, is, yeah, Skins, Wizards, Capitals. Skins. Huh? Yep. Skins. Yeah. Hail Redskins. <laughs> it's in my blood. It's in my blood. Joe Gibbs. That'll be the name of my, my baby. <laughs> it's a daughter. Still named Joe Gibbs. <laughs> you uh, imagine Chris having a baby girl who names her Joe Gibbs. <laughs> Second baby di- girl's named Nick Saban. <laughs> Can you imagine Chris raising a child? <laughs> it would be excellent. I, I know I've said this before, but Chris is the guy at my diaper shower for my baby. <laughs> brought five-year-old diapers to the baby to the diaper shower. I didn't realize there were sizes. Yeah, hilarious. Um, but you know what? Like I've said before as well, that's a big old baby. He's the only one that we remember what they brought. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to make my moment. That was those good times. Mm-hmm. Anybody expecting any baby soon? No, no. Everybody good? Good. <laughs> there will be no child of surprise. Well, I mean, here. it is Valentine's week and tax season. Oh, yeah. It is, yes. And so, I mean, I think I can get my return tomorrow, or not tomorrow, Wednesday. Yeah. Well, when this goes up today, right now, yeah. you just got it. You're rich. We're actually recording on Monday. It's my fault. Oh, they they never have since, to know that. You know that, right? Yeah, since, but I like to be honest and upfront. Ever since I've known Chris, tax season, I've always noticed tax season to him is a religion. He does not wait a single moment when he gets that W two. He puts it in, and he gets his check. You know, and he does not wait. He does not postpone. The last couple he doesn't of years, get around to it. It's all the last couple of years. It's it's also been a good idea because I've just had so many friends who get their identity stolen and then someone files taxes under their name, right? Uh, so then, like they I've go. I've only to file done theirs. that to you once. <laughs> 
I've had like three friends now. They've had that happen to them where they go and they file and they were like, we already got your taxes and we paid you out $8,000. And they're like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, uh, I think that's one of the reasons why I always file quickly. But also because, you know, I have simple taxes. So he's already yawning. Yeah. That's we're, that's what happens when you get the dude, taxes. We're in the banter ep- with the banter yeah. part at eight minutes, yawning, tighten up. <laughs> this but is gonna yeah. be great. Yeah, this no, is, this is just no. gonna be top notch. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, I didn't get to go see Harley Quinn. That it made was, me sad. Weird. You did though. Mm-mm. That was mm-hmm. a lie. Oh. <laughs> you, you liar. You liar. I uh, I wanted to. Yeah. Me too. I still want to go. So we, should, like I said at lunch, we should make that happen. I wonder if everybody who didn't see that sh- that movie said the same thing and why it made thirty three million dollars. I, I mm-hmm. I'll see it. Yeah, I'll see it. I want to see it, but they didn't go. That's what happens when you uh, schedule a movie and uh, opening and when February, you do what to a movie, supposed to. So. Oh, and movies in February are supposed to not be good. When you yeah. do what in uh, February to a movie? When you schedule it. Schedule it. Schedule. Schedule. Thank you, John. Uh, I'm trying to think. Like the only one I can think of is like Black Panther, right? Black Panther came out in February, and was Passion of the Christ in February? That might have been February. Those are the only two successful movies I can think of. Just let them keep going, John. It's great. Speaking of movies, we were talking about today whether Joe Pesci had won an Oscar. Yeah. And so it was funny listen, listening to him rattle off every Joe Pesci movie he ever knew. I could think of. He left Home Alone out. I did. Which is his best work. <laughs> but I said, John, he's I said, really wanted. I said, uh, Joe Pesci has an Oscar. He goes, no, he, he didn't. He didn't win one for this. He didn't win one for Goodfellas. He didn't win one for this. I couldn't believe they won one for Goodfellas when mm-hmm. you said it because I was just like, they screwed over that movie so much. <laughs> hey, before we move on, um, because we just talked about XFL and it would totally be really weird if I said this later. Okay. Um, Adam Schefter is reporting that uh, DC, uh, DC Defenders? No. Uh, Los Angeles Wildcats have already parted ways with their def- defensive coordinator, Pepper Johnson. <laughs> yeah, they got whooped, didn't they? Yeah. By XFL means business, the, bro. The Renegades or whatever, right? I don't know. I think that was the name. I think it was like the Houston team, if I recall. Dude, I watched, uh, like I said, three games, and I don't know the names of the teams. Yeah, it was a nice. It was. I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just you got to. This is brand new, you know. It was a nice trip down uh, memory memory lane for some of those guys. Like Connor Cook was on there. I remember him. Um, Aaron Murray was quarterback. Aaron Murray from Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. See John before. All Aaron these Murray. other people came. There was Aaron Murray. Aaron Murray is your school's all-time leading passer. Yeah. Just so you know. Mm-hmm. Now you know. So are these guys that just didn't make it into the mm. NFL? Or are they retired they from the NFL? Or they, Some of them probably. So there's there's really good stories. Some of them have injuries and they didn't quite make it. Uh, some only got onto the practice squad. And for various reasons, like let's say that you're on a team that has Drew Brees and then a backup and you're just you're just on a practice squad. Um uh, it's just some of their roads to get to where they're at. It's amazing. I don't know. I Average the, person. I wonder if the XFL will become a recruiting tool. They're talking like it's the step under the NFL now in a way that like it's a <clears throat> developmental stage for some players. I will first be just surprised if it survives because it's been tried so many times. 
And I think like the problem is, is like whenever they make one of these leagues, like they envision it being the NFL, right? And they're trying to spend that kind of money to do that production and everything. And then the reality hits, which is that outside of the first week, usually it, it just doesn't hold up because <laughs> it's not the NFL, right? I, I'm, I'm now I'm in Twitter land. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to laugh. I kind of don't, I don't believe that this time. I don't know why mm-hmm. there is uh something about the way they're approaching it. The last time they did it, it was a, a sideshow act almost. Well, even you know like, I mean? remember what was it last year with the United uh, football Alliance or whatever it was called. Right. Um, the one they did last year and like, it came off very promising when it, it when it first faltered. started. Yeah. And then they, they canceled it by the end of the first season. Now McMahon has said he's expecting to lose 300 million. So he's making an invest an investment on this, but like that got John's head. Yeah. To turn. I, I'm, I'm just like, at the same time, I'm just like, I don't know, but we'll see. I guess time will, uh, will tell. Right. Time like, will tell. Time will tell. Because like what's gonna to. what's gonna happen when we get to for instance like the their playoff or whatever? Or like it's the middle of the season and you get, you know, NCAA March Madness. And that's going on that weekend. It's right. Gonna, it's gonna bankrupt every other sport. Hmm. Cause that's what everyone's gonna be focusing on. Or like next weekend, or I'm sorry, this weekend, right? Everyone's gonna be focused on the NBA All Star game. Oh, I thought you were gonna say stuff. the Daytona five hundred. <laughs> yeah, the old Daytona five hundred. <laughs> Or say in April where it's the Masters, right? You know, there's a lot of things competing. Yeah, so. and you, you gotta. You, they have to find a way to to give a good product to establish themselves in the market, so they will retain some of that viewership. Correct. That was the smartest I've ever sounded. <laughs> it was intimidating. Yeah, a little bit. Anyway, but yeah, um, were you surprised about the Oscars? Anybody who won or didn't win? I was pleasantly surprised who won the top awards. Yeah, that was. Like, because I started to get an idea that was going to happen because uh, EW does a thing every year where they get like a panel of um, just uh, anonymous voters. Like they'll have an actor, an actress, a director, producer, cinematographer, all those kinds of things. And they're basically just saying, like, what would you vote for in these categories and why? And everyone was saying Parasite, Mm -hmm. that they wanted to see Parasite win. I was like. Man, this is gonna mean this thing where this film—I don't even know what that movie is. Still, it's a—it's a film from South Korea, and basically, it's the story of this working-class family that mm-hmm. is just struggling to get by, mm-hmm. and them working for this rich family. Uh, and it's—it kind of shows the different level, of, like just how different class and structure is there, but at the same time. It starts is it, going down this road that you will probably not see coming. Is it real? Like it's a real family or is it movie family? It's movie family, okay. buddy. <laughs> but like but, in the documentary? Like, no, no, no. It's a it's a drama. And it's uh <laughs> quote of the day. It's movie family, buddy. <laughs> but like people like it. I think people like it because the family themselves, like even though it's poor people and, and things like that, like they're not put on some pedestal of like, look how whoa how hard their life is or the rich people are whoa they're terrible people right they both feel like you know real people where you're like there's good and there's bad to them and it shows like for instance when you're these uh these poor families the things you're willing to do to obtain a higher level of wealth in this country like it that's what makes it so interesting in the first half but then like the back half it just goes on a so it's not about a parasite life. No, no, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> was this a movie that was uh, 
But in a way, it, it is so pretentious. Was it made for us like the awards season, or was it out, New. out there already? This movie came out back in May. Yeah, and it won. Uh, what you call it? Cons. Oh, yeah, Cain, the Jam- 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 yeah, James Cannes Festival. Uh, it won won that, and then it like people weren't even sure if it was coming to America, and they put it a couple places on the west. Yeah, and it slowly everyone who kept seeing it got like it had just great underground buzz. Um, and then finally it got to a point where when it finally did start getting nominations and it was on all these critics lists that they said we'll put it out in theaters. So this has not been a movie that like was designed. Uh, no, it's it's subtitled. Okay. Yeah. I can deal. Mm-hmm. Unlike most folks, I don't care. If, I'd rather it be subtitled versus dubbed. Yes. See, John. <laughs> and there's a just... Passion of the Christ was dubbed. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Uh, subtitled. <laughs> I was like, which one did you see, buddy? <laughs> oh, that's oh, good stuff. No. But yeah, I, I highly... I did not think that movie would win, but was... That was the highlight because a lot of times the Oscars, there's just so much kind of like there's give and take, right? Like for every time you get a parasite, you get like what happened to Adam Sandler this year with uncut gems. And you just sit there and you're like, really, this is why we can't give him a nomination. Or you just look at and you say that got nominated versus this or that, you know, like there's a lot of politics that goes into the Oscars and, to not be aware of those things is to be ignorant of, you know, of the Oscars. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, every now and then you get something right or they get something really right. And you just feel good. Be like that dude now can go make whatever film he makes. Right. He's going to have whatever yeah, Oscar winning director. Yeah. So whatever. Yeah. That'll change a person's life there. Yeah. Cause like, you know, it, it's like you, for every time I look at that, like you're over there and you're looking again, like going back to 2008, Nolan getting no love for the dark Knight, And everyone's like, that's maybe, you know, that was such a huge movie and everything. And <laughs> there was outrage for it, obviously. And the guy still has 2008. Yet, yeah. The guy still has not gotten an Oscar. I was like, I just point that out. Christopher well, Nolan needs does to make not a have, movie. That's John, worthy of an Oscar. John. Yeah. He's made many John. <laughs> so, John? you know, <laughs> uh, but you know, oh, things like right. that. Inception. That, yeah. yeah. Should have got one for that. Yeah. Dunkirk. Dunkirk too. Dunkirk was amazing. Been, yeah. He's had uh and people made a point of that like last year or whatever. No, it wasn't last year, it was the year before, that he could have released that in December and he would have had a very great chance of probably winning uh Best Picture. He's but legit, man. He wanted to release it in the middle of summer to prove that you could make that kind of movie. I, I tried not to like that. Christopher Nolan movies, mm-hmm. but they're good. And his new movie looks No, I, I take no issue with Christopher Nolan movies. At all, except Inception. Mm. That movie's fantastic. I just don't get it. Now, the 2008 Dark Knight, you know, I remember the outrage, and I'm like, really? I mean, Mm -hmm. it's... There there are better movies in the Dark Knight this year. We were in a time where just... Hindsight makes you go, man, that was a good movie. How did it... But if we we could remember exactly what was going on and what Mm -hmm. was around there, Mm -hmm. sure, there was outrage, but it didn't... It wasn't supposed to win, and it didn't, obviously... Yeah, yeah they gain nominations. I'm more surprised that it was 2008, and now we're sitting here in 2020. Yeah, that movie's like, old. A, yeah. There's a lot of that kind of stuff that you just you look at the Oscars and you're like, man, if they would just reform some things and maybe get people that are truly committed, they're never going to, to do Chris. this. Then it could be fantastic. But for now, 
it's a lot about narratives and what politics just like you said yeah it's it's about what the narrative is and what people associate what oscar is and that kind of thing the problem with the oscars is it has to it has to pivot and react to outrage from the year before so sometimes so by the time you course correct for the outrage you heard before Mm -hmm. like for this year you end up causing even more problems because you forgot this thing here as when you when you did account for last year's problems. So do you well, think the Oscars are reactive and not proactive? They are, yeah. Sometimes they are. I mean like so yeah, you'll have that thing where what he's talking about, I bet you next year if there's any film by a female director that is solid, they will get nominated for best director. There's right. not a question in my mind, but then they'll come back to next year and you could have three women directors who make three of the best films they may get overlooked again because they don't really hold true to establishing new trends. It's just the way it is. Like, you know, did anyone see Jordan Peele get nominated this time around? Nope. Who's Jordan Dude. Peele? Uh, guy who directed. Is he, out. is he the Peele and Key and Peele? Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's just sad because you look at the list of films and a lot of times there are just so many, when you're looking at how well they've been received critically, I don't know. So many things that get left off and then other things that are put on instead. And you're like, why is that getting put on here over even like something that isn't even like the top of the heap? Right. That's why I, that's why over the years I've just, the Oscars Mm. just do not interest me the way they used to. Yeah. It's not as much as it it really started going downhill for me when they, when they treated the best picture category as a participation trophy. It's like, let's, let's put 10 movies in this category Mm -hmm. so that everybody feels included. You know, if you feel left out in this category or this category, at least you got nominated for Best Picture. I mean, mm-hmm. that's 10 films. I just think it's too much. I would rather they... It's just, restrict- if you're going to do 10, give mm-hmm. every category 10. I would say they should restrict the director. number of people that vote for the main things. And then for the more hardcore, like, small categories like visual effects and makeup, they should be people who are experts in that industry voting for those awards, right? I don't need I, Sylvester Stallone voting for visual effects. I need someone who actually works on that stuff and understands what the most important innovation. Like I was rooting of all things. I was watching that award. I was like, I was rooting for the Irishman in that award because they invented some like new camera just for that movie. And I was yeah. like, like if you told me that before I found that out, I would have never done it. But of course, would one 1917 because it's a war movie and it fits the bill and it's not something uh, sci-fi, it was so it feels Oscar. Chris. It is, it is. But like, it's like a single shot, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> and that should have won for editing, which it did. That movie was great. But like, like Chris is saying, we got a, our cheer, um, cheer national nationals this weekend. Yeah, um, we don't. We wouldn't want like the judges of the cheerleaders. To be like non cheerleaders or non coaches of cheerleading, it's just some guys you get off the street, mm-hmm. and you know and that's what he's saying. Like yeah. if if you got a movie or you got a category, have professionals of that category. I, I kind of yeah, I kind of get that. I want that, and then I want the main awards to primarily be like a, <clears throat> a body that is committed to saying like, look, if you're in the top 100 rated films this year, I'm going to watch your film, no matter what it is. If it's a documentary or an animated film, or if it's horror or comedy, because I think that's one of the problems that goes on is that you have a lot of people who vote in these things and they don't actually watch the majority of the films. 
So then they just, I don't know that's true. People have admitted think, this. Like, possibly. Out Baldwin has come out and called and said, like, people call me all the time and say, what should I vote for? I just I I can't get like in the I can't Alec get in Baldwin it. says a lot of things. Yeah, and it's been and there's been anonymous voters too, and Who? like anonymous and, and then like da, there's da, some da, 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 da. A big one. Like I said, this year Adam Sandler got specifically you know uh, slighted because people came out and said he's not really Academy Award material. He doesn't look like he belongs. And the same thing happened to Eddie Murphy. Back when uh, he did Dream Girls and probably should have won for it, and then he put out Norbit, and everyone said, "No, that's not Academy Award material. We can't have him representing us." Because well, that's why Jim Carrey never got any, yeah, re- yeah. you know, acknowledgement. I, I agree. Even think he got on. That's the thing. He too. got nominated for Man on the Moon. And he I, doubt, moved. I don't think he got nominated. What about me, myself, I think and he Irene? Huh? Do you get nominated for Truman? He might have got nominated for Truman no. Show. He won both years for Golden Globe. Um. Were you a big Jim Carrey fan? Huge. He is. Huge. Was. Huge. What happened? You don't He's like him crazy anymore? now. He's really just off Well, you've rocker. changed too. Maybe. Right. We've just, grown apart. You know, Maybe he's not crazy. <laughs> it's not you, it's Maybe me. Maybe we've just grown apart. <laughs> but anyway. We still see the kids regularly. and you know. Either way, go check out Parasite. I really do recommend that film. It's It deserved everything it got. Go check out Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, or Toy, Toy Story 4. It's fantastic. It'll it's make you Disney cry. Plus. I was totally fine with that winning. Yeah. It's, it's a fantastic solid movie. movie. Yeah. 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 Anyway. <laughs> Let's just say you uh, have a bunch of times, guys. Yeah. You guys want to go do a topic? Um, I don't think I got anything else to add to the old banter section of the podcast. Ooh. It's banter section is going downhill. No, it's not. It's only because you're yawning and not adding any input. We yawned once. <laughs> That's one too many. Uh, anyway. Oh, Jan Baron. <laughs> yeah, Christopher Nolan sucks. <laughs> you don't Topic believe that. Time, 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 You're going to go see Tenet. Time, you know time, you will. I don't even know what it's about. Exactly. It's about the guy who played the doctor. I guess that's my biggest beef with him. He doesn't tell you what his movies are about. Yeah. That's one thing. It's Dunkirk a- was about Dunkirk. Yeah, he couldn't hide it from you. <laughs> Interstellar was about interstellar travel. That, that was a good movie. That, I movie, that was a good movie. That movie like made me go. Whoa. That movie freaked me out when the when when they oh, when, when, the when they leave the planet and come oh, back to get the guy and he's been there. That freaked. I had nightmares about that idea. When he was well, in the wall the whole time, bro? Well, John, if it makes you feel better, we won't ever travel together to a planet that's right next to a to a black hole. Man, the fact that come, they come back 10 minutes later. 10. And it's been, what, 50 years? It's yeah. been forever. Oh, not 50 years, God. but it's like, yeah, it's 20 years. Like, cause it's, Dude, it's been it's a lot. Years. Time conundrums and whatnot, that bro. That disturbed me. And that's oh, true. That's God. science, too. That's the disturbing part of it. Mm-hmm. It's we don't real. Know. We don't know. No yeah. one's ever been there and come back. We don't Star know. Star Trek is a lie. <laughs> uh, okay, let's do a topic. Topic The topic is... Warcraft 3 Refined! You guys didn't dance this week. Did we, did we mess up your vibe? No, I can summon the power for Warcraft. Well, that's debatable. But Warcraft still. 3 Tennessee. <laughs> <clears throat> 
So, uh, yeah, Warcraft 3 Reforged came out, and everyone loves it. That's there's, what I hear. There's um, no complaints whatsoever. Well, 16% of Google users like the game. <laughs> I think it was coming in at a fresh 2% on the user score of Metacritic. No, it's no. at 60%. It was at, okay, let's it was at 0.8. No, no, 0.08. Oh, wow. so oh, 0.5. Oh, wow. Oh. Oh, that's out of 28,290 user ratings. So everyone's happy. We're good. Yeah. Happy medium. Um, <laughs> you know what? That I, doesn't matter. You spent yeah. played you spend it. You played bucks. it. Yeah. I did spend 30 bucks. I did not go for the $40 version because I don't need the cosmetic stuff for, for wow. Mm. <laughs> figure, figure I didn't need the mount. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I did, I did spend 30 bucks because I have to be honest back when I was in college, when this came out, there was like a semester where this is what we did. <laughs> we played a uh, Warcraft three and then the expansion came out and we played that, right. You know, it was nerds. It was the highlight and like, <laughs> there was nothing quite like it out there. You know, you just, you had these wonderful cinematic things and, all this lore just being built and then destroyed and then rebuilt to something else all in one game. It was awesome. Uh, and it features probably one of my, I have his pop over there. One of my favorite characters uh, in any fantasy game setting. Arthas is primarily the main character of this thing. You have Arthas pop. I do have an Arthas pop. I've never seen this. He's over there. I have to get up. That's and go Mr. Look now. Potato Head. I have to go look. He's somewhere over there. No, I didn't know you there. had that. Now yeah. I have to verify. Yeah. We're gonna pull a confirm here in a minute. <laughs> Standing by. Awaiting target. Scanning. Do you see him? No. Scanning. Maybe he's at work. I don't know. I thought he was here. Uh, now he's at work. Oh! Oh, now he sees it. Oh! Yeah, Arthas. There he is. Oh, I thought that was the Witch King. Nope. That's Arthas once he becomes the Lich King. It's fantastic. This is going to make our uh, our Twitter feed. Chris actually has confirmed Arthas Pop. Let me take his mask off. Well, you don't oh, want to do that. Doesn't come because off. then you become the Lich King. But, um, yeah, I think if you ask most people in fantasy game history, right? Warcraft 3 is up there. Uh, in terms of just story and setting and everything it does. Uh, and there was so much of it that even myself, I had kind of forgotten just like how much lore yeah. that you probably would have be now totally, experienced yeah. in World of Warcraft that got set up in that game in the expansion. And honestly, I think part of why uh, a lot of the negative feedback has come from for this game mm-hmm. was because of people's nostalgia for the game and 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 when the things were brought just just how they mishandled yeah the perceived nostalgia or what they should have done to the because game. i could say this uh the story i haven't beat the full campaign but you know like all the because there's like seven campaigns uh you can do seven yeah seven so <laughs> you know there's plenty <laughs> uh but from what i've played so far of it um i've played like four of them right and it's just as good as i remember it you know, the even story though, part, right? yeah, like down to, you know, just the beats and like the story of Arthas going from this young prince who's a holy paladin uh, and Lordran, Lordran or whatever it's called. Can't remember name it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, going from that to this broken warrior who's willing 
to do anything to get Literally. revenge, yeah. to becoming a death knight, to then, you know, summoning uh, the undead himself to, you know, kind of... So cool. to Yeah, to do take away anyone that gets in his way to eventually climbing the throne and combining himself with the Lich King at the very end. What are you saying? Uh, Lich? Lich. Lich, yes. What is that? L-I-C-H. L-I-C-H. Lich. Uh, you know, see to see that transformation from where you start in yeah. the opening act of this, it's the one thing like that I really miss from this series that you just don't get in World of Warcraft anymore because content for World of Warcraft is obviously designed to last the user for, for months on end years, right? You know, like expansion has acts and those acts are usually going to be like six months long, right? So you don't get the like sudden big hits. And like the thing that is so cool about this one is even if all you got was Arthas's story, that would be great. But over the course of this, you're getting stuff with Thrall and Jaina. Thrall. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you get the, uh, the return of the night elves in this game. You get, uh, you get the end of the high elves that eventually become the blood elves. Uh, you get pretty much the common horde as we know today. All formed in this game while bringing in for the first time the Burning Legion. Uh, as far as I remember, this is the first time you see them in this. This is the first time that anyone goes to Kalmador or uh, what's it called? The Outer uh, Outer Lands? Outer Worlds? I can't remember the name of them. I don't know. It's been so long. Uh, all of that is here. And it's something that you could do. And it won't take you half your lifetime to get all that story beat. You know, and it's something, like I said, I just miss from Warcraft while I appreciate World of Warcraft for everything it is and how awesome it is that people have like a place they can he go. He hates Warcraft. Oh, Warcraft. I'm feeling it. You know, it's it's just one of those things where I'm like, I don't have time to do that anymore. Right. Um, I don't have time to just go invest hundreds of hours of my life into just doing that because there's so many other things I want to play. But it was nice to go back down this uh this path again uh you know to be reminded that like back in the day blizzard could tell a very focused set narrative that gave you big memorable moments both good and bad yeah like, sean know. plays wow why can't you play well and sean doesn't <laughs> even a, have a pc he's a mediocre healer let's be honest <laughs> you couldn't handle my heels Panaquan, you can't handle fly. my heels. You want heels? You can't handle my you heels. Would, you would see me wishy woo across the screen. And wishy, wishy woo, yo. <laughs> what is wishy woo? Um, I, I, I knew you were excited to go back down this road, though, Chris. We were here, what was it last week when we recorded yeah. and the game oh, came yeah. out? He was waiting and for you, it to show yeah, up. Yeah, he was waiting. There was a timer that we he was checking on his phone. Yeah, I was downloading it like while we were here. Yeah. Uh, the excitement was definitely there. I saw it. And yeah, you know, I didn't run in the first <laughs> night because I. <laughs> By the time I we gotten back, I could tell there were locking issues. I was like, "Well, that's that's normal. I'll just let that play out." But unfortunately, those issues they kind of persisted for a couple of days, um, yeah. and then there were you started to see other problems, mainly with the UI, the menu systems, and and things like that. Um, and then I think what really killed it for a lot of people was just the realization of what was promised versus what was delivered and what had become the standard in classic Warcraft three, uh, which has still had a pretty decent sized base to this day, um, versus 
what this now was forcing everyone to go into. And all those little issues just started stacking on top of each other to a point where no one is really happy with what what was promised and what they got and what they were forced to give up, whether or not they even bought this this version of this game. Um, so to go way back, for those who are unfamiliar, back One, in, two way back. Yeah. <laughs> back in 2018, BlizzCon, Blizzard announced that they were doing this. And one of the first things they showed everyone. Was this the Diablo BlizzCon? <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah, the Immortal one. Yeah. It's just a great one. This was like the one highlight yeah. for them uh, from that was was Warcraft 3 Reforged. Um, they showed that they were like, hey, we're going to do this and we're updating the graphics. Um, and the other thing we're going to do is we're actually going to take these famous scenes that, you know, aren't cinematic ones. They're not the, you know, we spent tons of visual effects to create some fully rendered orcs and all that. Right. Yeah. But no, like the in-game cut scenes, we're going to spruce those up, uh, and use like a new dynamic camera system to make dude, it. Yeah. I'm going to tell you now, if there are cut scenes and, and, and wow, mm-hmm. And you're in old content. Mm-hmm. It, they look like the old in-game cutscenes, right? Mm-hmm. When you get to the newer content where they have spruced it up or it looks amazing, yeah, right. You can. It's a ridiculous difference. Yeah. So I think people were expecting that, and the reason was they showed off a very famous moment from the game, which is when Arthas kind of first lets you know that he's going down this dark path. They yeah. come to this. Uh, the city strand. I can't remember how you say these names. I, I'm terrible. With it's these okay. Names. Just do it. Yeah, but <laughs> just just for me. But him and uh, Uther, him and Uther are paladins, and they've come to the city, and they're trying to stop the undead. Uh, but the undead, basically, the way they're transforming people to be undead is they've infected the grain, and when they get there, they find out the grain's already infected. So therefore, it's only a matter of time before these people yeah. are going to probably transform. Uh, so. Uther and Jaina, who are at this point buddy buddy with old Arthas, there. Uther is like his basically, you know, unofficial father figure for him being a paladin. George Jaina. Michael and Jaina is a very powerful mage yeah. that uh, is good friends with him. Like they're like, we gotta help these people. We gotta see if there's some way we can reverse this and stop it from happening. And Arthas is like, nah, they're lost. Nah, so <laughs> I'm just going to take out my sword and we're going to murder this whole entire city because I don't want them to become the undead. And it's very dramatic because, of course, Uther and, and James are like, you can't do that. You know, that, that's not who we are type thing. And Arthur or Arthas basically throws down the, well, I don't care what you think because I'm the prince and my law is the law in these lands. Uh, and he, he basically tells Uther, go home, you know, throws them both out. And then he takes to purge the city. And they showed a very this. They made this look very dynamic, <laughs> uh, dynamic and cinematic. Like, you know, they had you could see the armies behind them as they were uh, marching up to the city. Right. And intense close ups on the face as the as Uther and and um, Jaina and Arthas are Arthas. having their conversation back and forth right it looked really cool you're like wow this is a cool way to update this to take it from what originally was uh which was basically you have like the high traditional camera showing the sprites talking right 
And then you have a little box that has a little more detailed face so you could actually see their mouths move, right? And that's what was promised. That was was, was that what was promised or what was shown. That was what was shown, saying this is say, what they, they said. Didn't say anything along with the footage. They said, in fact, it might have even said not in-game footage. They said, possibly. I mean, I don't know about that, but they basically said this is what we are going for in this game. Like, and you showed that to people, and then when you got to it, it wasn't that. It was pretty much what it was in the original game, just with the updated. Uh, character models that they're using in in the regular game, and pretty much it looks for the most part that's basically what it is. Overwhelmingly, for what I've seen in this game, is like no, there's not really that much of a dynamic system of making it more detailed. It's just have you hit the reforge button? <laughs> oh no, I mean it looks no. I tell you, like yeah, the uh, the player literally model, a button. Yeah, the player models look. 10 times better like that is probably the best part of the graphic upgrade by far right yeah. um just how well they know i literally didn't know that in the options menu was a button where you could leave yeah. it as classic and it would be you can see the left and the right john mm -hmm. and then when you hit the button to make it reforge it it actually retexturizes everything mm -hmm. and makes it look a lot more detailed so i was like chris please tell me you hit the button <laughs> yes i was on the on the very nice version um you know and I think that's where the trust starts to break right there. Cause now they feel like, wait a minute, Blizzard just sold us something and then completely backed off of it. And I'm guessing it's because in some of these scenes, even when they had these cutscenes, you can see frame rate drops. That's not cool. Yeah. So you're like, uh, I'm on this game that really isn't that much of a powerhouse, you know, in terms of what's doing graphically. And, I, and this is running at like 30 frames, 20 frames. Like this just doesn't look right. Um, you know, and I, I'm guessing they're patching those out. So hopefully it gets better, but I noticed it on a couple of the scenes. So maybe that is why, maybe it was just a thing of, we can't afford to keep doing the amount of work that would require, that would be required to make this work. We need to get this out by this date because we want this to be a moneymaker for us in between before we get overwatch two in the next expansion for, wow out and diablo. you know diablo 4 and of course diablo immortal because that's gonna be the big earner um <laughs> i mean i mean you've already got a download on your phone you're just waiting just waiting <laughs> you're being serious yeah <laughs> you truly think it's gonna be bigger than diablo 4 monetarily yeah you really yeah, could be yeah well, anyways possible if it's if it's solid i mean it makes sense yeah <laughs> fundamentally <laughs> but anyways um <clears throat> so that was the first area of trust that really I think rubbed the blizzard community in the wrong way. But then there's the next part, which was things that had been in there that were now gone, mainly like custom campaigns. People have put together custom campaigns for years in there. It's a really cool feature of the classic game. Those are all gone. Um, Meaning you can't do them. You can't start them from scratch. Correct. They're just gone. That's not in the game right now. Okay. And I, I'm not sure if that's something that also got nerfed out of uh, Classic Warcraft 3. <laughs> like, the big thing that has really pissed off the, the hardcore base is that if you didn't buy this version of the game, when Warcraft 3 Reforged came out, you still got pushed to all the same standards and setup of the new Warcraft 3. So, 
things that they have been doing for decade, a decade plus, right? Gone overnight. Custom modes that have been made have. So the original game is no longer available. No, you are like, if I went back and still had my 2002 disc, right. And I installed it to that computer after it gets done updating, as soon as I connect to blizzard, it's going to update me to the current the new stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so all of that is now just gone. That's that's a weird one right there, right? <laughs> oh my yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Um cuz it's going to go into your program files and take all that stuff out. And the thing is like the mod community for for Warcraft 3 and and custom games and all that is huge. It, it, I mean the second biggest MOBA game we know today, uh Dota, right? Was made off of Warcraft 3. Uh that was when it originally started. Um, and it's pretty clear that because of that, they've taken the steps to basically say now that whenever you make something in their game, they now own the intellectual rights to it. Mm. <laughs> that's better. Pi- yeah, that's pissing people off. <laughs> um, and, and then there's like the little things too, where, you know, this is supposed to be a remaster, right? And I get it. Like there's parts that you want to preserve for, uh, what it was, but, there's things in this game where I don't understand where like the RTS community has evolved so much from when this game came out, right? In a very good way. And you had things built off of your your game that have taken advantage of those uh advancements. And you yourself have made a MOBA game since then. You've made StarCraft 2 um and all these other games, right? Mm-hmm. And they're not taking advantage of any of this. Like, uh, the most famous is the fact that QWER is kind of the standard control now for different functions of your heroes whenever you're playing one of these games. And that, that's standard from pretty much Dota and Legends and things like that, right? You just always know I have, like, a Q ability, I have a W ability, you know, all those things, you know what they are. Um, and here, depending on which hero you're playing with, they have different keybinds. And you have to remember what they are, you know, based on who you're playing as. So it, it, it's just, it's weird. It doesn't feel right for something that is supposed to be an upgrade that you didn't take the time to use all those great things to, you know, basically say, Hey, yeah, it's been almost 20 years, guys. We're going to update this a little bit, make it a little bit more, you know, common sense. It would be like, you know, when you play, when we played Resident Evil 2 last year, uh, you know, it was clear they made some changes from the original game. They kept certain parts of it to feel the same, but they weren't idiots in the sense that they understand this is not 1998 anymore. This that's is why it's, that's why it was your game of the year. Yeah, well, you know, 7.2 out of 10. Um, <laughs> Sean, did they leave? Uh, it's been a while. <laughs> With the WoW Classic, did they leave anything behind? That the fans, because I remember it being just everybody just seemed to really embrace that game. They they did. It, you know, overall, people liked the game. Mm. I don't remember what they, if there was anything major. I hope I'm not missing anything. Yeah. But everybody felt like they were getting the classic. And I think game. that's what they wanted with that, though. Yeah. Like that was the specific idea, right? Versus like if they had said we are remaking classic World of Warcraft and we're going to make it like if it was made today, you know they. They were very honest. And and plus, it wasn't something that you had to go buy, right? Like, it was just something like, hey, here's a free thing for you. 
you know, oh, you all you got to buy that. No, if you had an active account, you mm-hmm. had, you can play it for free. Oh, cool. Yeah. So it's things like that, that, that work very well. And they've also did, you know, they did a remaster of Starcraft not too long ago and everyone loved that from what I gather. Um, so it's just, it's very confusing. Um, and it, mm. It makes me very sad because on, on some of these things, I'm like, look, I understand you want to license and own your own things because of what happened with Dota. You know, I'm sure it kills Blizzard to know that Valve owns the rights to that now because mm-hmm. <laughs> they were willing to pay the guys. And I guess they just didn't uh, see the reason to, uh, you know, pay them at the time. They just weren't that wise. Sure. However, I don't know yeah. all the details on that. Um, but, you know, the trade-off is <laughs> now you're pissing off everyone, you know. Um, and those same people who used your software for so long to create some really cool things that were never going to be as big as Dota, now they are up in arms and they don't want to do anything in your community anymore. And you just wonder, well, where are they going to go to? Where are they going to play instead? Um, but, but it sucks. And I mean, maybe it's just a sign that Blizzard is changing as a company. Maybe, maybe, you know, things don't ever stay the same forever. And maybe this is just one of those proofs where it's like, Hey, you know, whereas maybe Blizzard might've taken their time way back in the day to get all these things right before they ship the game. They may be in a place now where they're like, look, this isn't a huge, we aren't expecting this to be a huge financial windfall for us right but at the same time um we do need the money that's going to make and therefore you need to hit your deadline and we need this out by this date because we're expecting it because we're activision blizzard and we are a company that runs on money um and so what know. if they said because i don't understand all the all the mm-hmm. things necessarily that go into this game and and I don't understand the history of the fans and all sure, that sure. stuff. The response from Blizzard has been somewhat respectful but defiant in tone. Yeah. Do you know what they've? Do you, can you break down what they've agreed to fix and what they? Because there's a part of it that says this is not changing. We this is what we intended uh, to do. They're planning to add back in things. I believe like um, their seasons and ladders, uh, which is kind of a classic staple of all. Uh, Blizzard games, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all those are coming. I think they said they are bringing back custom campaigns eventually. Okay. Um, and they've also said that they're committed to uh, just like every other game, uh, they want to build on them after launch. They're committed mm-hmm. to doing that for Warcraft Three as well. Um, they're going to continue to update the game, mm-hmm. um, and they're going to continue to update the community with their plans moving forward. Yeah, I don't think you're ever going to get these <clears throat> detailed cinematic cutscenes that they showed off. I, I think that's that's a pipe dream. Um, but hopefully, you know, they do keep, I mean, they've already pushed at least two or three updates out already. And you know how it patches for them. Yeah. I do. Like, uh, <laughs> this is very detailed. Have, so, you, uh, have you noticed a difference in the patches since you played? Uh, I can't say, I mean, I'm not playing, I've never been a person for these kinds of games to really go online unless I'm just playing against friends. Um, because I just know I I'll thought get- this was a solo game. Uh, well, I mean, you can play it solo, you can play it online, you can play it in various ways, man. Yeah. But I was, I was primarily there for the, uh, (laughs) I was primarily there to relive the, the story, you know, cause that is the part that I personally just enjoy. Um, there's not, I I don't believe you can do custom games solo right now. 
which is kind of perplexing. That's a little weird. Um, but you know, I hope they fix this. I, I do agree that it is nice that they've bitten the bullet and accepted, Hey, people might have felt missold on this and therefore we should just offer refunds regardless. Yeah. Um, that yeah. takes a lot for a company. Yeah, to I, do that. I don't quite feel like this deserves that. Mm. Maybe I'm by myself on that. I don't know. But uh, it was only thirty nine dollars. Well, or thirty dollars. I've learned. I've learned in the past year and a half or so since Diablo Immortal was announced. I've learned a lot about the Blizzard fan, mm-hmm. as people have written to me and explained it to me. And a and it was a different. They're passionate. It, it was a. Yeah. It was a hard sell to me about the Blizzard fan base. They're they're an interesting group mm. of people. I'm kind of an anomaly on a what what like a normal blizzard fan is yeah well just think about it. like people are fans of these franchises right they're fans of things where um taking world of warcraft out of it that's kind of the one exception most of the time uh throughout the last 20 years if you're a fan of these you understand you're not getting a game a new game or whatever in for that a, series for, for like yeah a decade you know it's kind of like if you're a fan of rockstar in a way right like I can't wait to play GTA six, whatever it is, but I have no idea it's a mobile when game. GTA six is coming out. It's a mobile game. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> the originals could be mobile games. But even those fans mm. I don't know I just don't think there's a fan quite like a Blizzard fan. And I mean that yeah, yeah. in a good way and a not so good way. Sure. Maybe a Bethesda fan. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, you I mean, Doom is there. kind of awesome. Let's yeah. just be honest. That's not what we mean. I'm raising hell on March 20th or whatever day it is. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Five minutes in, hate it. <laughs> no, dude. In the morning, raise hell. Yeah. In the evening, go fishing. <laughs> oh, there you go. Anim- Animal Crossing. Oh yeah, go Yeah. When you need to just decompress. Yeah. Go play <laughs> Animal Crossing, which apparently you can't save between consoles. But that's uh, another story. Why do I need to save between consoles? But. You can't if you need to get a new switch. You don't have it. You don't get that. Same. That's what you mean. That's what. I Why mean. do I need a new switch? Switch Pro. I'm gonna throw it on the ground after a tantrum. Now, if you're Sorry, more the um, online person here, I don't know if I can speak to you of of if this is something you should even bother to check out right now. Um, They're gonna fix it. From what it sounds like, no. <laughs> I would say wait. You know, uh, but if you're like me and you are there primarily for the the single player um and the story itself it holds up and it's still good and it looks um, good does it look real good yeah i mean this is by far these are the best character models of any that you've ever seen of warcraft characters like when you actually see thrall for the first time on his giant wolf you're like oh wow that's impressive <laughs> um you know things like but that but it's a significant upgrade oh god yes since from the original oh yes yes those are that's easily the best i was upgrade. getting the impression that the upgrade was not people were just ticked off that it wasn't a good no, upgrade i would say like the the only disappointing part of the visuals while they pop very nice the backgrounds um they still feel like they're built on the old textures. It, it doesn't look like someone went back through and kind of like um, if you were updating, say, like Elder Scrolls, right? Like felt like when they did that, they went back and they really updated how the ground texture moved and was mapped out. So it felt a little bit better, more polished and more modern. That doesn't really, to me, feel the, 
case here. And like the textures themselves are not that highly detailed as opposed to the characters that you're controlling. That's the part that looks amazing to me. Um, the cities and anything like that, they don't actually necessarily look that great. Is this John's um, next PC game? <laughs> if you want to, you could. You'd probably be lost when you started out. But, oh, no doubt. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I think it's it could be worth your time at some point. Uh, I would say right now, if I was giving it a Richard. If, if, you, if you go in, John, I really want to play this game. You because, should. Because I, I love the World of Warcraft lore, which is largely based on this game and its lore this is uh, all prequel stuff yeah we were talking about this it's today world of warcraft yeah. i had i had josh um you know our wow expert uh in my ps party chat we called chris to get ready for lunch and on speakerphone we were all talking to each other they couldn't hear each other mm-hmm. and it was just a lot of like how yeah. this stuff is great kind of thing yes yeah. like just to give you the idea of like how big this is right like the things that happen in this game eight to he, ten he, inches he is girth. never <laughs> he probably the first place that sean ever saw pretty much in uh early on when he was playing uh world of warcraft at some point early on would have been Stormwind, and yeah that's a big moment Stormwind exists at this point uh but it's not even the biggest human city going that's in this insane game. yeah and like the city that is the biggest is gone <laughs> by the end of this. Like things like that just happen. Like races get completely annihilated and transformed throughout this whole entire story. It's amazing. Uh, yeah. So there's just like a lot of stuff that goes on there. Um, spoilers I want to try on it. Something I, that's 20 years can old. Can you go back to the, to one and two? You might be able to. I don't know. I don't know if you want to play one and yeah. two. They're a little bit different. I might just watch the YouTube videos on those because mm-hmm. old PC graphics looked a certain way. Yeah, I don't know how much you'd enjoy it to mm-hmm. be honest. I mean, like you would me, know. Let's put it, <laughs> in the end, what funny. this feels That's like. Funny what it, for the most part <laughs> feels on. Really um, <laughs> I would say with the single player part, it feels most on part of me. Um, Age of Empires Definitive Edition came out last fall and it feels like that like i where, downloaded the second one last night. yeah oh, nice like again. that's the one that came out um and like when i went back to that i was totally happy because a, it was part of games pass right mm-hmm. um and it was basically what they promised to me and i think if it, that had been the case here yeah um It'd probably be a little better they yeah have, they have actually know. both of them as definitive editions. they do they do that's and so, they're working on a new one yeah go figure so um, we're on richard huh yeah i would say right now and this is just really mainly based on my understanding the faults Look, dude. that are going to be out there for everyone and coupled with my love of the original game i'd probably give it a 7.5 right now and, and but i think if they fix these issues and it gets better over time could be classic yeah again, right you know like it's one of those things if you let's put it this way if you've never played world War, uh warcraft 3 then it's a 10. Go play that game if you love fantasy, especially if you love Warcraft. But if you're just talking about the fact you've played it at some point, yeah, this isn't doing something that's going to blow your mind as far as a remaster, right? Like, you're not going to, oh my God, I've never thought Warcraft. It does be this look way. better, John. Yeah, it's just more of it. It's not Resident Evil 2 so remaster. Sean can't run it on his <laughs> PC? Uh, it's not Shadow of the Colossus remaster John. from a couple of years ago. It is a standard. At best, it's, you know, a standard remake, I would mm. say. Um, okay. And you get a little bit of graphic upgrade. That's definitely very nice. But 
just understand that's all you're getting. You're getting a game that is primarily still feels like how the game was back in 2002, for better or worse. So it doesn't modernize any Correct. Of this. Correct. Yeah, he said that. Mm. Previously on this podcast. I was too distracted by my jokes. Yeah. <laughs> well, they just started and they're kind of funny. And that's hur- funny. And hurtful at the same time. That's <laughs> Cut me, do I not bleed? <laughs> Hell screen. Garrosh. Yeah. He's there. He's there. You don't even know what that means. Nope. It's fine. Just name off random characters. Just name drop. Jaina. Proudmore. She, she sure has come a long way. She would get it. Wait, wait, what? what? <laughs> the uh, install. She'd get the uh, mic uh, check. Uh, hey. Hey. Uh, Family podcast. <laughs> Job's done. <laughs> Job's done. Uh, you guys want to do some news? Sure. Absolutely. Topic's done. Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News! So it's news time, huh? News? Should we give this one to Chris? I can do it. Because I love them. Dan Hauser departs. Rockstar co-founder and head writer on games like Bully, Red Dead Redemption, and Grand Theft Auto is leaving Rockstar and Take-Two Games in March. The news comes via Take-Two's interactive SEC report. A Rockstar spokesman added that Sam Hauser, Dan's brother and co-founder, will remain with the company. According to a spokesman to IGN, Sam Hauser's role with Rockstar Games, which he founded in 1998, remains unchanged. Sam and the team remain focused on the current and future projects. According to the company, Dan Hauser will be departing on March 11th. Hey, 311. Uh, in a statement given, quote, after an extended break beginning in the uh, spring of 2019, Dan Hauser, Vice President Creative uh, at Rockstar Games, will be leaving the company. We are extremely grateful for his contributions. Rockstar Games has built some of the most critically acclaimed and commercially successful game worlds, a global community of passionate fans, an incredibly talented team which remains focused on current and future projects. End quote. I don't want to start something here. Don't but start it. Does, but be this no doesn't sh- sound warm. Um yeah. It's really strange. It's almost like if you look if you kind of dissect it, it first starts off by reminding everybody that Dan has been taking a break. Mm. It's almost like they're like, well he hasn't really done anything anyway. And it takes a brief sentence of saying thanks for everything you did. By the way, his brother's still here. Probably because they don't it's want just, anyone to panic. Well, I know, but it's like, <laughs> this is the most lukewarm goodbye to, quite frankly, well, one of the biggest well, they're British, creative John. people in the industry. This is how you say goodbye in Britain. I, well, Maybe so. I, I didn't, And I, I don't mean to be a direct opposite of you. I don't feel like it's cold or... It's just a PR. I actually, I th- well, you've only learned to read a few weeks ago. You're going to stop is what you're going to do. I'm going to stop right now, Sean. <laughs> this is over. <laughs> but I mean, they're, I, I think it's more PR, and I, I do think that they are appreciative of them, obviously. Yeah. I mean, well, anyone. Yeah, thanks for the three billion copies you helped us Maybe. sell. That's yeah. there. You got to say that. But it's well, I think they're trying to downplay because, honestly, the rest of us who are looking at the outside go, this is a huge deal. No, everybody agrees on yeah, that. Yeah, Nobody, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's almost like it's almost like the company doesn't feel the exact same way. It's almost it almost feels like a relief mm. the way they're writing. It. Did you get this from your source? I look at press releases all the time. <laughs> Did you get this from your source? 
Yes. Your inside yeah. source. Uh, his, I, his name is Fran Schmauser. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, it makes me sad, though, because you're just like, wow, those two dudes have, as they've pointed out, have made some of the greatest games ever of the last 20 years. And now you're going one half of that is no longer at this company. Um, I don't know what they're going to do. You know, change happens eventually. So you just hope that whatever plans you have in place that someone else can step up and, and say, Hey, I too have a vision and I can rise to the occasion. Well, since you brought it but up, who knows? I, 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 I'm actually leaving weekly games chat as of tonight. Tonight's the last night. You really want to work on GTA 6, huh? That's your dream? (laughs) That's what you want to do? (laughs) Oh, man. Speaking of people leaving. Yeah. uh, You're me, John. You got this. Well, unlike old Dan, Rod Ferguson is leaving a company, but he's joining another one. That's a great name. Uh, Rod Ferguson, Gears 5 director and head of Microsoft's The Coalition Studio, announced that he is leaving the company to join Blizzard in March. According to his tweet, Starting in March, I will join Blizzard to oversee the Diablo franchise. Ooh! Leaving is bittersweet as I love our Gears family, the fans, and everyone at the Coalition and Xbox. Thank mm. you. It has been an honor and a privilege to work with all of you. Mm-hmm. Rod Ferguson has been in the industry since 1996. I was a wee teenager at that point. And in 2005, he joined Epic Games as part of the development team working on a little-known title, Called Gears of War. Yeah, he's been there. He's been where? Yeah, he's been there since the inception. Oh, that was a, a great movie. Have huh? we seen an official press release from Blizzard? Because mm. it seems like it's this has just been a one-sided announcement. That's I don't know. Weird to me that that he's such a big name. Mm. It's almost like that. It's almost like Blizzard and he would collectively release press releases at the same time. Do we? Maybe uh, he's like I'm Rod. Ferguson. You do have a source at Blizzard. You should reach out to her. Maybe it's just one of those things where maybe Blizzard doesn't want to say anything right now because since he's technically still a Microsoft employee, right? Well, I mean, it's out there. It's not how I mean. It's yeah. not really not how it works. I just don't understand. And, and look, there could be a press release out there yeah. that came out a few days later. I really haven't looked that closely. You hear that? But, he's uh, lazy, folks. Yeah, yeah, totally lazy. Just a minute. Um, but yeah, wow, that really sucks for Microsoft. Wow. <laughs> I guess by Blizzard, <laughs> I, it must be just one of those things where you know the guy's been working on Gears games now for what almost fifteen years, and I'm sure he's just at a point where they probably know where they're going with the the final one, the second trilogy, right? So he's probably like, "Oh, I can. This is a good time for me to just head off and do something different," or maybe I don't know. Maybe he's just always had a big passion to work on something. Like Diablo, so this is a new challenge for him. Well, one of the bid- biggest video game franchises in all of gaming, of course, is Gears 5. But yeah. when Blizzard calls you, it's like if more, if Martin Scorsese asked you to be in their movie, what are mm. you going to say? No? Can you, I'm busy? Can you make me look younger? I'll do it then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Blizzard, though, John. Oh, Briz- Bl- Bl- Blizzard's president has acknowledged that it has been a tough week regarding the launch of Warcraft 3. Yeah. Try year. Yeah. During the Activision Blizzard earnings call, J. Allen Brock answered a question about the criticisms that Warcraft 3 Reforged has been getting. Quote, honestly, it's been a bit of a hard week. Our community has come to expect really amazing things from us, and we've heard from them that we did, that we did not achieve 
that bar. But we stand behind our games and have consistently shown that not only do we support them, but we continue to build on them even after launch. I said that earlier. And we're committed to doing that here as well. And so we're going to continue to update the game and we'll continue to update the community with our plans going forward, end quote. Blizzard has also changed its refund policy in regards to the game where you can request a refund through support system and get it automatically instead of having it reviewed. So when you get your refund, do they take away the game from you? I would imagine. And it probably has to be through a digital purchase, right? Which is the only way you can get the game, obviously. Yeah, I don't think they have boxes. No more boxes, no more discs, no more installed discs. Yeah, it's good that they're refunding people's uh, money. Uh, You know. I'm 50-50 on that still. Sean pointed out that uh, earlier as far as... uh, Rod Ferguson, going back to Rod Ferguson, that what was it, Mike Ibarra? Yeah, when Mike Ibarra left, he was an Xbox executive. Um, Xbox, Xbox, and he was with Microsoft for over twenty years. He joined Blizzard um, as executive vice president and general manager. So maybe they were buddies, and he's yeah. like, "Hey, buddy, maybe they had connections." Sense. He's like, "Buddy, mm-hmm. yeah, we got a little game called Diablo. Yeah. I need you to come over." Yeah, um, several remasters are going to be coming from Activision. Shocker. So after the success of Crash Bandicoot, uh, Spyro, and COD Modern Warfare. <laughs> yeah, that's a great one. Uh, fans can expect more remasters and reimagining uh, is in 2020 from Activision. During Shocker. the Q4 investor call, Activision Blizzard CFO Dennis Durkin revealed that Activision, quote, will continue to tap into yeah, our portfolio of beloved IP to bring several remastered and reimagined experiences to our players in 2020, which will announce closer to launch. What dormant IP would you like to see make a comeback in 2020? So I mean, some Tony Hawk remasters are on the way. No, that's what you want to see. No, I'm just presuming. What else has been dormant from the uh, Activision blizzards? Guitar Hero. Has it been dormant? They haven't put one out in like five, six years. So that would mean Rock Band as well. Rock Band isn't them. Tony Hawk. Rock yeah, Band used to be them, right? No, never were. No. no, no what am I talking about? I have to leave now. I don't know my facts. Yeah, you're dumb. I'm dumb. You just have alternative facts. Yeah. Harmonix is who makes Rock yes, Band. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. That's good stuff. You, they got to do this because they pretty much right now just have whatever Blizzard's making and then... Call of Duty ever fall, so they're like, "Hey, my Call of Duty is fantastic, though." I gotta yeah, be honest. Yeah, they know where it's the money. Really oh, good. and of course, they have Candy Crush. They own that, so <laughs> that's like that's what Candy pays Crush. the bills, right? Yeah. Pretty so soon, now- <laughs> Diablo Immortal will pay the bills. No, it's amazing. You don't know. I don't. <laughs> but what I do know is uh, there's too much competition out there for Diablo yeah, Immortal, but not for Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> so. uh Phil Spencer has indicated that as far as competition goes, he is more concerned with Amazon and Google than Nintendo and PlayStation in regards to the next generation. Mm-hmm. Burn. In an interview with Protocol, Spencer explained, quote, I don't want to be in a fight over format wars with Nintendo and Sony while Amazon and Google are focusing on how to get gaming to 7 billion people around the world. Ultimately, that's the goal. And I think, Sean and Chris, that he's 100% ahead of the curve on this one. Oh god yes i mean this is going to be the first generation where it's going to begin with three boxes mm-hmm. and it's going to end completely differently the conversation by the time this generation 
if you even want to classify it as a generation. What, this this one around. now? This next one. Okay. I mean, it's it, not. we're not going to be talking about consoles by the end of this, this console generation. It's not really just that. It's the fact that I think he doesn't mean in any way a slight to Nintendo no, and PlayStation, but in the end, Xbox is Microsoft, and no one is parsing the fact that the biggest competitors to Microsoft every year are Amazon, Google, and Apple. That's who they do battle with, right? They are the ones that are making hundreds of billions of dollars in revenue every year versus like Nintendo, which probably op- operates like around 30 or 40 billion. And, you know, Sony, which is like 78 billion as a company. So he understands like, hey, if Amazon and Google come up and they get a huge slice of gaming, that's one part of the war between our companies that I'm failing for my major company. Like, that's what I'm supposed to shepherd. I can't let those guys grab what uh, we have here. You're saying he's okay with the success of the Stadia. No, he would not be okay. No, no, I'm saying, Oh, yeah, he's very happy he's right a, now. Yeah, he's happy about this. <laughs> I'm t- look, I, I recognize the Stadia's got its issues, but by the end of this generation, Stadia will be in the conversation. If they a continue to support part. it. That's up to them, I guess, but I, yeah. I think I think I think Xbox responding mm-hmm. and Amazon responding is Shows all that- the validation Google needs that they're onto something and they're gonna stick with it. Maybe. You know, they gotta, I mean, I think they, they, they were, might have, you know, abandoned Google Glass or something like that. But did the industry respond to Google Glass? I would say no. Well, they need to fix their um, input lag. Yeah. I guess the question is how <laughs> long saying. until the industry responds to Stadia versus, again, like. That's your where, response. Where, like, where. No, no. Phil's just being honest in the sense of, like, who his competitors are. I don't think he's saying that they've accomplished anything yet. Like, because I don't think they have. I think he's probably much more worried about Amazon right now. Right. Cause just like having a fire stick uh, and probably also Apple, I would, I would be scared of them. Just the idea that like just having a fire stick can get you access to so many games now, right. Then, then, and there on the fly. And it's so natural for people to go to Amazon and buy things digitally um, every single day. Right. So if Amazon, who now is supposed to have all these servers everywhere about just as much as Microsoft is decides to all of a sudden come into gaming more and more, you know, uh, I don't know. It, it makes it very hard, especially if they couple it with prime. I know that there are <laughs> going to be people that are only going to pick one thing. Yeah. Right. I'm not that person. I'm going to have multiple things that I'm going to play games on. Uh-uh. Uh, I know that's not true. Why? Well, this for one, a, if you if you, is this another if, PC joke? Yeah. Well, yeah. no, no, okay. not exactly. If you ever get a built brand new PC, no, I, you I, have said that you're abandoning. I I said it, Sony but I, there's no way I'd stick with it. Okay, I just can't. For me, it's all it's all about the so I, much for words. I know that the community is harder for me to vernacular. Uh, it's harder <laughs> for me to. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, dude. It's easier for when I can just hit the Xbox party chat or the PS party chat and I'm playing with my friends and we're playing. Mm-hmm. If that ever becomes that easy for me on PC where there's, I can make it's new called friends. Discord. Discord is not the same to I mean, me right now. Hmm. To me, it's not. Feels Discord's good. just great Probably because... Probably need to get a new PC. Maybe it'll be... That's the third joke. <laughs> it's a fourth. Fourth, yeah. Who's <laughs> counting, right? PC. I just like it because Discord now is works with everything. Yeah, Discord's legit. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways. Look, man. You and your PC is powerful right now, right? Yeah, do it. it Go it, ahead. It has its limits, John. That's what I Boo. Hear. Power has its limits. Mm. 
during a Q&A with investors, the OG Miyamoto. See, Sean, an investor. <laughs> that doesn't work on me. See, Miyamoto is. Indicated that Nintendo, in the era of IP, must find ways to grow the brand beyond the concept of the hardware race with Sony and Microsoft. Nintendo is committed to develop its intellectual property in an IP-based content industry. Nintendo has been uh, long been thought as a part of a race to produce the video game hardware. Lately, I feel like that conversation about competition between Nintendo and the other game companies is happening less and less. There is a limit to how many consumers will be able to engage with Mario if there is contact if if their contact point is limited to dedicated video game systems. That recognition is highly valued by us. And we will continue to grow the number of people who come in contact with our Nintendo characters as we continue to build on our unique initiatives. AKA we want to put Mario everywhere. everywhere. They finally are putting Mario everywhere, John. Yeah. They understand. They're going to get him an STD. (laughs) He's going to be everywhere. Short term. Oh, yes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) No. Um, but yeah, that that makes sense that they're doing that. Of it, it does. does. And it's fundamentally speaking. just it, yeah. it's great vernacular that he's using. Was that our new thing? Vernacular? Yes, vernacular. Why did we go with vernacular? Did we vote on this, or is, is he forcing it? He's forcing it. No, yeah. no, it's it's from last week. Somebody said vernacular last week. I wasn't here last week. Yes, you were. He doesn't remember. Uh, I have your punch card to prove it. Punch card. <laughs> your time card, you know, classic. Yeah. yeah. Though you did kind of clock out halfway through the emails. Yes. It, was, it was recognized by We can talk about leaving early. We read emails? Yes. See? As we do every week. But we yeah. also finish the news every week. If you could go ahead and just say the next one just about... Just thinking about stuff. Uh-huh. You could just do the next one. That's how this works. Sony closes first party studio. Yeah, this scared me, but then it didn't scare me. Yeah. Uh, PlayStation has closed Manchester VR... It's UK studio that was working on an unannounced PlayStation VR project. God save the queen. PlayStation chose to close the studio due to the standard industry reason of quote, part of our efforts to prove if improve efficiency and operational effectiveness in quote, Manchester VR opened in 2015 specifically to work on the VR platform with no game released with this news. PlayStation has assured that it is very committed to the VR platform heading into the next generation. Sean, like, are you going to uh, be okay? Yeah, I, be- I believe them in that because of everything they've done before they've done this little closure. The thing that stuck out with me here is that the studio has not done anything Mm-mm. since yeah. its existence. And that's, Maybe that's uh, why it got closed. Yeah. And, the, and, the, and I think their other UK studio is um, Dreams. Yeah, the, the one that uh, does Dreams. Uh, Quantic. No. Quantic Dreams. Wait. Is it Quantic Dreams? No, I can't remember no, the name of no, it. No, guys. Media Molecule. There yes. you go. And that game is probably a dud. Right. And that could very well... That's because they're over there in England. Demolish. Just, they're putting... Uh, drinking beans, tea. Beans on toast. They're drinking tea left and right. God they, save this queen. Yeah, they're worried about Harry. Yeah, we're they're, about they're Harry. eating toast And him hole. leaving the Canada. You know, <laughs> things are going crazy over there. They need to get it together. Beans on toast, I swear. Uh, the coronavirus continues to imp- impact games. Just like beans on toast? Yes, Wait, I don't know, Chris. It worked, and then I, I don't know. The Nintendo Switch version of the RPG, The Outer Worlds, has been delayed due to the current outbreak of coronavirus. 
According to a tweet from Private Division, we're delaying at Outer Worlds on Nintendo Switch due to the coronavirus impacting the virtuous. He said doo doo. Did I? Doo doo? Due to the coronavirus impacting the virtuous team working on the port to provide them enough time to finish development. We'll now be releasing the physical version on cartridge. Once we have a new launch date, we'll let you know. <laughs> See, because the exclamation you point. You captured the mood perfectly. I don't know. Um, I don't know, dude. That's crazy. Um, everybody knows about the coronavirus, obviously. Yeah. It's now killed over 900 people, I think. It, it killed. So it, they say. It's killed more people than the SARS virus did now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously. It's, it's a scary thing, man. Thoughts and prayers to everyone over there. Yeah. There's speculation that it's much more. Could be. Yeah. So you were saying at least 900 folks that at you least. think. Yeah. That's it's very yeah, I think scary. it's what? It's been 24 people here in the United mm-hmm. States have it now? How many? 24 cases? I can't remember. I got to go. Yeah. I got to go get in a hazmat suit ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Man. So. Who's aware, John? Team Ninja. Okay. Yeah. Why is that? Because the director of Neo 2, Fumihiko Yasuda, has revealed that Team Ninja yeah. is already thinking about making its next game. There has been acknowledgement from the studio that fans have been clamoring, clamoring, I tell you, yeah. for some time for a new Ninja Gaiden game that they have been inspired by in recent a recent wave of Ninja-themed video games. I'd like to note that that was uh, Chris. The director has revealed that many of the dev team for Neo 2 previously worked on the Ninja Gaiden series, and they want to make a new game soon. The dev team's like, we got to make a new game, yo. Just sounds have, like a bunch of people who can't beat Neo 2. I have noticed, it's interesting. Ninja Gaiden's hard the, too, though. The resurgence yeah, the resurgence of the Ninja titles over the years. It's because Neo. of the streamer Ninja. And his friend Gaiden. <laughs> Dude. I should totally become like a streamer named Gaiden, spelled like that. Ninja Gaiden. And then when we're in the, we're in a party together in a game, it'd be like Ninja and then Gaiden. It'd be ugh. Ninja Gaiden. Hiya. No, it's just um Can't wait to play a new one. What, Neo, Neo or Ninja Gaiden? Neo. Neo, I feel, was harder than than uh Shut your face. Sekiro. Shut your face, dude. Because there's like three stances you have to switch between. You have to do that in uh Sekiro too. No. Not like that? No, not like that. Dude, there's something... (laughs) Doo-doo. There's something you have to do. (laughs) There's something you have to do in in Sekiro as well. Doo-doo. Doo-doo. We're adults. Is this it? Yeah. uh, Oh, man, we're closer to that famous dinner without John tonight. I was going to say that... uh, Well... Nintendo. uh, Nintendo. Ninja Gaiden could be... We could see a return to um, a side-scroll in Ninja Gaiden. Be, that would be, be very, very dope. cool. Isn't yeah. that called? Mm-hmm. Didn't they have that game come out on... Uh, the NES. No, no, no. no. The, what was that game that the came Messenger? out? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was pretty much what everyone said that was. Yeah, yeah for the most part. Let them make that. <laughs> finally this week. I say the finally every week. I don't know what that was. Let me get me a sip of water here because this Sippy is a sip. long one. Mm. Just condense it down. <sighs> I ain't going to be able to do this, Chris. We're going all in. This is a big one. Bioware commits to overhaul. Bioware, Chris's favorite company, up there, is now working on a, quote, longer-term redesign of Anthem. According to a new blog post from Casey Hudson, John's favorite person, Kotaku reported on what was then a rumor three months ago. 
According to Hudson, over <laughs> I don't, I read what's up there, folks. Over the last year, the team has worked hard to improve stability, performance, and general quality of life while delivering three seasons of new content and features. We've also heard your feedback that Anthem needs a more satisfying loot experience. Shocker. Better long-term progression. No. And a more fulfilling end game. Huh? So we recognize that there's still uh, more fundamental work to be done to bring out the full potential of the experience. And it will require a more substantial reinvention than an update expansion. The studio hopes to reinvent the core gameplay loop with clear goals. Motivating challenges and progression with meaningful rewards. Hudson remarked that his team will be working on these changes in the upcoming months, but did not cite a release date. It's never coming out. He indicated a desire to not repeat the past by providing ample time for his team to do what they need to do. Quote, creating new worlds is central to our studio mission, but it's not easy. Sometimes we get it right. Sometimes we miss. What keeps us going is the support from players like you. Yes, even you, listener. Your feedback gives us guidance on how we can improve, and your passion inspires us with the courage to create. I look forward to working together with your involvement and feedback towards the best possible future for Anthem. Cue the music. I like uh, Hudson. (laughs) Now, if it's true that you read exactly what's on the page, wait till next week. Huh? That'll, be, that'll be fantastic. I just don't understand this. I still don't get it. It's like they're trying to. It sounds like they're trying to do what Final Fantasy um, fourteen online did. Yeah, and like I understood why they did that because Final Fantasy eleven was like one of the biggest MMOs ever, and you're like, there's a huge player base. We're Square. We need that player base. That has revenue. Retention, right? Yeah. You know, and we know that if we fix this, they will all come back because they are huge Final Fantasy fans. This is a new property, you know, and I feel like everyone, for the most part, moved on from it. And I don't get why you're bringing it back unless you're going to retile this Mass Effect anthem. And, and and all of a sudden, everyone's a Commander Shepard that gets into a mechanical mech and flies around. Like otherwise, it just doesn't it doesn't make a lot of sense to me because I just do not see. I mean, the earliest that this would come out would probably be like the end of this year, right? When people are moving to the new consoles or beginning to. Um, if it's next year, there's going to be even more. Big titles that people are looking forward to. You you have to think that at some point Destiny will have a huge update that's coming and that takes it a huge portion. But I just don't I don't understand why. I would rather they just drop this now and go work on Dragon Age and Mass Effect. They're but not, dude. I, I feel like it must be a thing where EA's like, no, we need this revenue. That's the only reason I can think of it. Like it just doesn't make sense. It's like, yeah, it didn't work, man. Y'all they, they put really, it out too fast. They aren't letting it go. Yeah. So I I, I, am I the only one at this table who is extremely excited about this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Would uh, would any of you like to have a guess at how many copies Anthem sold? Oh, it year? sold a lot. It was like what? It was like what? Three or four million. I would at say launch? I'd say two point six five million. It ended up selling about seven to eight million copies. That's we a little short no. there, Chris. A little short. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of. It had a that, huge that, launch. That's a lot of people to just. Do you want to guess how many were traded in? Yeah. <laughs> Twelve million. 
I, I think the big question is though, like, what's the player base been? And the question is, well, that's. I mean, wouldn't it make sense if EA, it, like you said, EA's does not want to leave revenue on the table, meaning that there has been maybe data tells them that there has been a player base of I don't know, maybe a million, and that could expand to two or three million. Isn't that worth? Yeah, going back to this. Potentially, this but, has been a disappointment mm. for me because of how amazing the gameplay and how good it felt to play this game early on. Yeah, I agree. With I you. mean, it just it it just was one of my biggest heartbreaks. Yeah. I hated to see this game in the state it's in, and gosh darn it, <laughs> I think they should make make good on what they intended to do here. I think they yeah. should. I think that is the right thing to do. We've already got a completely different team of Bioware working on Dragon Age. This mm-hmm. is this is the Texas based. What they took the Dragon Age team. What they did was they pushed this the Anthem resources and pushed it over to this Texas based Bioware team. That's so the that's team who's that works working. on. Um, that's the team that works on the Old Republic. Yeah. Right now, but it does raise the question: if you can make room for this, and if you can make room for Dragon Age. Mm-hmm. How much of a rumor is the Knights of the Old Republic? Oh, I think that's true. Well, who's working on it? That's I don't know question. if it's them, but another I, team. I mean, probably the folks who it's probably the team that works well, on uh, <laughs> that works on Mass Effect. Well, this was a rumor that came to you know, broken by Kotaku, obviously, a few months ago. Yeah. So it's almost I, I, I'm I'm willing to bet that they've been plugging the holes <laughs> all this yeah. time, and the next few months you're going to see this title in about three to six months. Because I think they're in a testing phase. I think the, th- the reason they announced it was because they're in the final testing phases. They're not going to announce it in this situation with the way this, the way Bioware is in right now. They're not going to announce it and then see you next year. But then they just say like it's going to be months at least. So I mean, like, yeah, I think, that's what I said. Yeah. Th- th- there's a few months left, meaning they're going to be going through testing phases. Maybe I don't know. I think that's I just, what. Uh, if you're Bioware. In this case, I don't think you announce it and then say see you next year. I guess like the the play for this will be to make it free to play and then just kind of move it to that system of we're going to have season passes or something like mm-hmm. this and and it's a season pass designed around single player content Dude, like so. every game has a season pass now it feels like. Yeah, I mean like or battle pass whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I'm um, totally down. Because for I this. think that's the only way that this can begin <clears throat> to work. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm actually, I would wonder how you would, if you would still be this excited about it, if you didn't like the game or never played it, but it is cool to see you excited about it for sure. Mm. Um, I mean, as someone who's, I, I think, you as some, you said, I'm the big Bioware guy here. Yeah. You guys made it to the end game. Uh, yeah, I played it and I wanted to really like that end game, but it was, Dude. I mean, despite its issues of stability, I mean, it was just a, it was not a good loop. There's just no other way to say it. And they don't figure that out, but I mean, like then you think of things like Division Two, where they lose everyone, and you're like, "But that's a game that's actually solid, right? You know, that's like a solid base game, and they've been struggling to keep their player bases. Maybe it's just that thing of these kinds of looter games shooters are outside of like Destiny, which seems to be the exception to the rule. Maybe it's just I, really hard for them to hold on to their bases. I don't know that they've struggle with their player oh, base. John, Maybe John I, I, it could be true. Okay I, I just don't that. know. I I just don't know that. <laughs> mm. I know that they've had disappointing sales, so they say. Yeah. But I don't know that they've lost a player base. Maybe they have. I mean, 
I just think in a world now where, where, people, world. where people just digest material and move on to the next thing, yeah, I think that a lot of video games are going to kind of suffer this kind of fate unless it's just a just a gem of a game. Well, Sean, the important thing is, is I'm playing Division 2 on PC because I'm better than you. Yeah, it's been... You're not better than me at Division. <laughs> it's mainly been like... It feels it's like the things are... Fundamentally not true. They're most stable right now. You know, Call of Duty is still Call of Duty, so it will always have its group. Um, and then it feels like, you know... It really feels like all the uh, Battle... Re- uh, whatever you call battle them. Battle Royale. Yeah, Battle Royale games are... They seem to all be stable because Apex seems to be more popular than ever now. Apex uh, is nice. Uh, yeah, Fortnite still, can, still Fortnite. Yeah, uh, maybe PUBG is finally seeing fall off. But, I don't know. You know, a lot there, of people I think, are still I playing think, PUBG, bro. Well, I think a lot of people who are playing PUBG are now on Apex instead because mm, they're they're know, a lot dude. similar, and it's just that they're a much more polished company than uh, the folks that run PUBG. PUBG, you see the limitations of the company. I will, every now I will and say in the last two weeks, I've played uh, two out of those three games. Okay. Have not played Fortnite. Same. Played Apex and PUBG. I've played Apex and Fortnite. Did you play it on your PC? I played PUBG on my PC, yeah. Nice. I love that new map in Apex, good? by the yeah, way. Yeah, it looks good. It looks fine, right? <laughs> it's excellent, John. <laughs> that new map in Apex? It's your face. I just I'm don't such like a it. Jerk. I am a jerk. Well, it it was forever until you finally. I'll be you, better next. Week. You're 40 years old and you finally have a good PC. 39. I've had several PCs. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. He's lived many PC lifetimes. Yes. So welcome to the family. Yeah. Old you're, man. You're like, you're like I built my PC with these two hands. You're like the guy who's Why married into a family. Oh yeah. You're you're the you're the uh, new husband that's married into the family, right? And you think you can talk about the family on day one? It's a good bit, isn't it? You can't do it, okay? It's like because it's going to end up. He's over here being your 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 wife, going like, "Shut up, George." It's just it, shut up. It's really it's really making fun of myself because last night I was trying to figure out how to download something onto my D drive as opposed to my C drive. <laughs> Everything is validated. Right. Thank you. <laughs> See, anyways, you feel better? <laughs> so terrible. I don't even know how to spell PC. Uh you guys want to wrap this up? Never just to be safe. Okay. Electronic Miller Future. See, John's already checking out. He's out, dude. He's Actually, like, I was looking for the press release. I've for, already looked, uh, and your headphones are off, so we know what's happening now. Yeah. We know. We know. <laughs> Everybody knows. We, they're watching, dude. We secretly we live stream this podcast all yeah. the time. I hope and they're, they're watching. watching. <laughs> and we just got a Twitter poll back, and it says, yep, John's checked out. 98% agree. Old jackhammer. 4,000 votes. Uh, so they hate me, guys. They all hate me. <laughs> he hate me. Remember him from the XFL? I yeah, do. I do. He actually got to play in the NFL because of that. Yeah, he did. Um, if you want to write your thoughts and prayers to us, thoughts and prayers, you can write them to weeklygameschat at gmail.com. That's weeklygameschat at gmail.com. Just like pretentious Adam did. That's what he called himself. Uh, hey, guys. Adam here again. Hey, Otherwise, Adam. Otherwise known as pretentious dude who praised Red Dead and talked trash on God of War. I remember that. Uh, it's been a while since I've written you, so I just wanted to ask a few things. First off, I've been playing the Darksire series for the in- 
uh, first time ever on Switch in anticipation for Tanish C. <laughs> <laughs> and good God, are those games slept on. Darksiders Agreed. 2 in particular, kind of blown away by their depth and the blend of execution of their many mechanics. Currently obsessed. Good stuff. Well done, sir. Uh, second, I'm curious if you guys are going to do a Games of the Decade pack. Podcast. 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 <laughs> I love to hear your list, nailing down my official list, uh, which I might send you guys later, but my top four are set in stone, I think. <laughs> Should we do a, a, a decade one before I read these? Want to do that on 250? We can do that on 250, right? Oh. Perhaps. Or some point. Yeah. We got a week that's coming up, right? Is it next week? I don't know. We can do it next week, right? I don't know. You want to do it next week? Maybe. Uh, unless I mean, you want to do Sonic next week. Maybe. <laughs> the movie? <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah, it comes out Friday. We're not going to see that. that You're game, not going that, to that see that. That movie actually looks kind of... It does not yeah, You're just good. saying that because you love Jim Carrey. Right. You and used to. James Marsden. We've already had this conversation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, his uh, top four right now are number four, Stardew Valley. Three, Red Dead Redemption 2. Two, uh, Botowa. I don't know. I guess it's Breath of the Wild. You seriously had to talk that out, didn't you? Uh, no, I knew okay, it, but it was you. just having fun. Uh, number, one, uh, number one is Overwatch, and it ain't even close, quote, frankly. Quite. He it's meant quite. Quote. We read what we, we, read what we yeah, see, Yeah, I read what's on there. Uh, inside and Alien Isolation are no, on uh, there uh, somewhere. Uh, 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 that's not what it says. Alien Isolation? No, that's not what it says. Isoltation. <laughs> Isoltion. Okay. Isoltion. I myself am a film snob and I don't appreciate John or John, however you spell it, and Sean or Sean, however you say it. Uh, John? John? <laughs> uh, bringing uh, your love or cinema. Or I, I guess trying to bring down my love of cinema. Possibly. Have you ever considered doing a film podcast, weekly reviews of current releases? Something along those lines. And also, what was your favorite film in the past year? For the love of God's sake, do not say Joker. Uh, and a favorite film in the past decade, if you had one in mind. Uh, my personal film of the decade is Terrence Malick's The Tree of Life. And again, it ain't even close. A lot of people like that film. I uh, love you guys. Keep up the great work. Red Dead is better than God of War. <laughs> Regards, Pretentious Adam. First um, of all, Pretentious Adam, God of War is awesome. It is awesome. Well, he's but played both Dead. of them. Yeah. You've played both of them. Mm-hmm. We haven't. We haven't. Yeah. It's because the other one stinks on ice. <laughs> I've played, <laughs> played a lot of those games. Um, <sighs> As far as I've never considered doing a film podcast. Too much because, work, bro. Yeah, that is like... That would be, I'd have to go spend hours upon hours every week. How fun would that be, though? Let's just go watch movies and do a podcast. If I didn't have a job, it'd probably be oh, very fun. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Like, when I was young, it was it was a great thing, right? But uh, now you look like uh, at that kind of stuff, like, nah, bro. <sighs> yeah. I'll, um, as far as year, I've been pretty adamant. Parasite. I was totally happy that won the Oscar. Love that movie. Think it's great. Uh, film of the past decade. Uh, I'm a big fan of Whiplash. That's probably my favorite film from the last I do want to see that movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, J.K. Simmons as finest. Easily. And it's just fun to see Miles Teller duck his head as J.K. tries to kill him with a bandstand. But anyways. <laughs> Famous scene. Uh, anyways. Yeah, he didn't ask us about our movies, John, so I'm not replying. Yeah, he didn't, well, he didn't ask, ask us. Yeah, he didn't ask yeah. us. So he didn't I'm not doing us. it. Because he's like, pretentious, and he, he really knows is. who the pretentious film guy is. Not you two. I want to go see Sonic. 
Uh, people write us on Twitter, Sean. They do. Uh, so one day I was uh, having a quiche for breakfast. Did I already talk about this? I like how it sounds we like some mystical thing. We did already talk thing. about this because we recorded less than a week ago. Um, Draven, uh, in re- in reply to last week's quiche conversation, um, said that I probably put pineapple on pizza. Ugh. I do. It's actually good. When, when you have ham and pineapple on a pizza, it works. Really and some good. jalapenos on there. Mm. It's good stuff. Um, at Steve Ord, loved the touchdown discussion. discussion uh, which leads me to say that David McClendon was listening to that same segment as he was in the gym. And he literally almost dropped a barbell on his face. He's got to stop listening to us uh, when he works out. He's almost died several times because of the hilarity that it was, John. Uh, it was absolutely hilarity. Uh, and also, at some point, I think either I said the balls matter or something about balls mattering. I don't remember what it was, mm-hmm. but it's confirmed the balls do matter. They do. Um, the Home Depot listens to podcasts uh, and highly recommended uh, at Weekly Games Chat if you like video games. And also mention AAA Podcast if you're an anime addict. Like the Home Depot. I don't think it's the official Home Depot store. <laughs> that John, would be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. Um, Draven wanted to take a dig at me and said that he found it humorous when I was giving you doo-doo about not playing Fallen Order. And then he put dot, 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 H-Z-D. Uh, he loved our episode, loved the banter. Thank you, sir. We love you. Doo-doo. Doo-doo. Uh, we have some followers. Yes, we do. Uh, at Bectavius. Love it. Thank you for the follow. Following you back. At Anthony X. You're a writer 24-7. That's what's up. Thank you for the follow. Following you back. And at Young OG Status. Thank Very you for nice. the follow. Following you back. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it, man. I think. Let me, let me double check the DMs. Just to make sure. That's direct messages. Yeah, John. we're good. We're good on the DMs. They're all caught up. Life is good. Hey, we know that this week uh, we recorded a little early, like Chris said, on Monday. So it's still not too late, obviously. If, you, yeah. if you're listening to this show on Wednesday and you went, I sent something in and they didn't read it. It's It might be because you sent it in Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, we'll definitely get it next week. I'm sure Chris will remind you guys about all that stuff. Potentially. Uh, once again, this has been episode 242 of Weekly Games Chat. If you like the show... Subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use, and you'll get a new episode just like this one every Wednesday for your listening pleasure. Sometimes we record a day early. We're always honest about it. John doesn't want to be, but I'm direct with you guys. John's running, uh, rubbing my ear right now. It's a really weird sensation. Um, <laughs> if while you're there, you really want to show us your love, make sure you give us a rating or even... Go up to the next level and write a review. Helps people find the show, which is always helpful. Uh, at some point, I'll probably use my Twitch channel again. Been a while, but but it's been like that dark period where like there hasn't been a lot of new things, and that's mainly what I like to use it for. But we're coming up. It is almost the time where this great uh, dead season will finally be over, and then we'll have 9 billion things to stream. It'll be very hard to figure out which one we're going to do. Yeah. Um, besides that, though, again, if you want to write us in, make sure you hit us up weeklygameschat@gmail.com, uh, weeklygameschat@gmail.com, and you can 
give us your opinions or if you want to do it in uh whatever the set number of character limit is on twitter go look us up there and if you want to really be long form but not send an email you could join our discord and there's like 90 billion nine <laughs> little channels within that T-billion. discord for you to pick the appropriate place for your uh, message to be ignored by sean um but i will read it because I, I care just, about you. I, I turned off the notifications, man, because I'm in several discords. My phone was getting blown up. Mm-hmm. You're that a popular will guy. Yeah. You're a popular guy. Chris, I have a question for you. Sure. Do you, is, uh, I want you to answer honestly. Okay. That's not fair, but okay. Is Astral Chain still in your car? Yes. That's hilarious. He'd like it back now. <laughs> Let's go ahead and shimmy that thing out of the car and just put it on your shelf. No. It's oh, I thought you were taking it. your car. Yeah, it is. Let me game. take it. Do you do you have do you not have time to play it? At some point, actually, I probably do have time now. He, he doesn't. Want <laughs> you know what you to I should do? It. I should actually on the way to Atlanta tomorrow. I should take my switch and play. It you can play that in the car. Uh, I'm I'm carpooling <laughs> up there. So no, I can't. I can't. No, I don't mean while you're driving. Oh, okay, I mean okay. like I think, I get motion sick. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, it's never bothered me when it's dark outside. I can usually handle like watching something like a video or playing a video game in a car. Hmm. But dude, if it's daylight and I can see it, the movement. Whew, now. Shut it down just like this podcast, bro. Okay. Uh, <laughs> until next time, I will simply say game on, Sean. Game on, Chris. Game on, John. Game on, Chris and Sean. Game on, Johnny Bear. Penny wants to say game on. She's just sitting here. It's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. So cute. Your mom's back. That's the first time that ever happened, huh? What a wonderful <laughs> The Watto from freaking episode one just was singing a Louis Armstrong. I think to myself, uh, peace out, everybody. The life. <laughs> you have to.